welcome to episode 124, season 6, episode 12 of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. I'm Andy, joined across town by Andrew. Hey, I saw that Texas A&M got in on the new TikTok trend of devious slicks by stealing a win from Bama. Ooh. I don't get that reference. That was the connect with the youths. Ooh, oh no, the I olds mean... are getting onto TikTok. It's time <laughs> to leave. Understand. I'm, I'm connecting I with the youths. Can someone elaborate for me? What does this mean? Uh, no, I think we're better off just not knowing, honestly. But that I'm going to devious slick you. Oh, oh, right. that sounds like something that isn't allowed in in Alabama. That's for sure. Um, so, or exclusively, you know, exclusively in Alabama, they only allow it there. <laughs> Actually, that's the only thing that they allow you to do when you go there. <laughs> you can only deviously lick someone. Uh, Tom, I'm sorry, uh, so, I, was, I was zoned out. I apparently was. What am I doing now? You're going to deviously lick everyone that you see because that's what we hear you do in Alabama. Uh, yep. Maybe that's why my stomach is always tore up. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. You have no idea what you just confessed to. And I don't either, so it's fine. I don't either. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't either. All right, so, Tom, you're, uh, you're, you're joining us this week. Hello. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hello. I had a nice, a wonderful, peaceful week of football watching everyone else be bad. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you when you <laughs> when you got those losses out of the way, it's just uh, it's all downhill from there. I even get another peaceful Saturday because Clemson gets their garbage out of the way on Friday this week, so it's super nice for me. It is super nice. Yeah. It is super nice. Well, and we'll kind of touch on that game. Sure, why not? Uh, and then we've mm-hmm. uh, we've got Mike here. Uh, Mike, you're, you you made it back. Yep. You made your way here. I made it. I'm here. Excellent. Uh, here you were eating some sizzling salti- saltines this week from uh, Bucky's. Well, I mean, who doesn't? I mean, they're, I they're have, tasty. Everyone I have north of the Mason-Dixon line. I've never been to a Bucky's. I haven't been there yet. I, I hear that I need to eat the beaver nuggets there. I thought I thought that was oh, what you're supposed okay. to eat. I've got. A, is, is it just a gas this? station with a restaurant in it? It's Can not even a that? restaurant. It's just a gas station with. It's like, just it, a huge, be- with, a huge gas station. Yeah. Can you they hear make, this? They make food there. So like it's. Trip. Uh, if you, if you yeah. can hear the shaking, it's a whole bag of Bucky's. Uh, with no, nuggets. Their their whole deal is that they're like uh, really big, and they have the cleanest bathrooms, and they have barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Barbecue is not supposed to be actually that bad either, but um, is their gas station barbecue better than Southern gas station fried chicken? Ooh, that's hard to tell. Okay, Southern gas station fried chicken can be really good. The more sketch it looks, honestly. That's that's, yeah, my, that's my new country music band. Southern <laughs> gas there, station there, fried chicken. A, Southern gas station fried chicken. <laughs> there, there is an old sketchy gas station that has maybe the best hamburgers. In the state, <laughs> what well, is between it and this dive bar looking place? What Jack Brown's? No, it's a um, Rutgers. No, <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's, it's called it's, the Oasis. It's, in, it's Burger it's, Royalty. Burger it's near, King. It's near Tuscaloosa, but it's called <laughs> the Oasis. You know what they call a Royale with cheese? <laughs> anyway, no, right. not since oh, wow, way to kill it, Andy. Yeah, yeah, I did. You said it wrong. 
Oh, yeah, I did say it wrong, didn't I? <laughs> I'm going to blame it on having a little bit to drink. So, Oh, man. All right, let's let's just uh, let's skip that past this part and let's start out by uh, talking about the poll. So, we start out with the AP poll. We have a new number one and a new number two. Um, so let's just start there. So, uh, Georgia receiving all the first place votes. Then we got Iowa number two. Up Congratulations! You guys did it. You're number two. You're in the playoffs. You made it. Is this Iowa's highest ranking ever? So, so we we're officially in that like every fifth year Iowa, right? Yeah, well, uh, fourth fourth year, but this year it's uh, it fourth. We're in what we like to call the Iowa of the storm. I feel like this is like the year two thousand seven part two, where everyone gets a turn at being number two in the country. The <laughs> Iowa of the storm. God damn it! All right, we got to write that. It's one a down. hurricane. It's a hurricane reference. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Iowa, Cincinnati, <laughs> Oklahoma, Alabama. Uh, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan. So three Big Ten teams in a row. Keep going. Six, seven, eight. And we got Oregon. And they got Michigan State at number 10. Uh-huh. Michigan uh-huh. State still hasn't lost? No. No. Huh. No, no. Over half the top nine is the Big Ten. First time ever. Well, uh, yeah, until they, start building, until they start beating each other when they play each other soon. Well, Sparty's got uh, Michigan here in two weeks, so. Yeah, and then you guys play Sparty at some point, right? And then you, you play Michigan you at some Ohio, point. Do you think Ohio State ever thought they would be not the highest-ranked team from the state of Ohio in the polls? <laughs> I mean, it happened a couple years ago. Did it? Yeah, when they when Cincinnati played Georgia. It was last year. Uh, didn't you play them before? Nope. Uh, when did Cincinnati made yeah, another but... Cincinnati made another uh, like big time bowl a few years back? Mm, okay. Under Brian Kelly, maybe when they played Florida, that might have been when. That would have been more than a few years ago. Anyway, let's move yeah, on. Coach's poll: uh, We got Georgia, Iowa, Oklahoma, and then Cincinnati. So Oklahoma and Cincinnati switched in the coach's poll. Uh, can't get no respect. Cincinnati can't. Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State and Oregon. So they flip-flop Michigan State and Oregon there. And Andrew, give us a check-in on the only poll that matters, the FBI. Hold on to your butt. Real quick, before the only poll that matters, when does the actual only poll that matters come out? Is it like like the Uh, Tuesday after Halloween or something? Is it after week eight? Yeah, I think think? it's after week eight. Yeah, so we're at week... uh, Is this six or seven? Week seven? seven. This will be seven. Okay, so this week and then another one, and then it's the Sunday after, I think. Before before he gets in, okay. before he gets into the FPI, I want to, I, I want him to pull up last week's. I just want to see if yeah. this poll that is always stupidly wrong is it wrong even more? Like I kind of remember who's number two in this. Alabama. Well, let's. And let's... what was it last week? We don't know because they don't let us do it anymore. Because ESPN Wait. was tired of people dunking on him over it. What do you mean? Well, we could just look at the outline last week. Nah. You, you, you can't delete all the internet. Sure can't you delete can. my Google drives. Uh, Facebook literally tried to do it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> well, you you guys moved. Okay, let, let's just get into this. It was last uh, week. FBI. Like two days ago or Andrew, read, read us what the FBI. What, what, FBI. What we got here? Number one, Georgia. Number two, Alabama. Number three, Ohio State. Number four, 
Oklahoma, number five, Michigan, number six, Clemson, number or number six, Florida, number seven, Clemson. Interesting things here is uh, Georgia now has a commanding lead of first, and Ohio State is creeping up. I think Ohio State was like 19 on the I, FPI last week. Yeah, let me look. I thought, okay. I, no, I thought Alabama and Ohio State were tied with the same no. score. Uh, that was in SP plus if I, yeah, that was SP plus y'all, you guys are tied at 26.3. Okay. So last week, Alabama was at 27 this week after that loss, they are at 25. Uh, and last week, Ohio state was at 20.9 and they are at 23.0. So they're moving up and their projected win loss now is at 10 and two, the same as Alabama 10 and two, uh, other interesting tidbits here. Uh, Georgia has a 46% chance to win the national championship, which seems very high. They must not have a Georgia, Georgia shit multiplier in there. Uh, <laughs> they do not. not that high. I don't think they put anything in there to account for Georgia. Uh, being uh, Georgia. Iowa State still hanging around at nine somehow. Cincinnati's 10. This thing, this thing does not have a Stetson Bennett factor. Uh, it does not. Iowa's 13. Does not account for injuries? And Nebraska, who's three and four, is twenty second. I I just I don't. Can, poor Kentucky, six and zero, thirty third. Oklahoma State, thirty four. We dunk on this a lot, but SP plus when we get to it in a minute is going to look just as bad. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's uh, LSU's thirty eighth. To to be I fair, mean, um, and I, I can't remember if we talked about it last or if it was on our preview. Yeah, I guess if you say forward facing. I swear to God. No, Michigan, Nebraska, like Nebraska, the, the weird. Okay. Let's keep it real here. Like Nebraska's looked a little bit better the last couple of weeks and they probably should have a couple more wins, but as it is what they're three and four, if I remember uh-huh. right. Uh-huh. Um, so you, you are what, what your record shows, blah, 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 but they have actually looked like better and probably should have won this last week. But obviously they they didn't, so it doesn't really matter. I, I don't know. UTEP UTEP who's five and one is a hundred and twelve. My my only point in saying that long winded way of saying it is that these advanced things will not necessarily go off the final result. They're gonna say that if a if a team played well in a close loss, they're gonna grade you well than saying like a good team played like shit and won, they might actually drop because they they played like shit. Well, so with, yeah. with all that being said, here is your current uh, according to the FBI, your four highest team to make the playoffs: Georgia at ninety percent, Oklahoma at fifty nine percent, Alabama at fifty three percent, and Cincinnati at forty five percent. Michigan has a higher chance than Ohio State to make the playoffs right now. Uh, well, that but, that'll uh, fix but itself Ohio shortly. State, but Ohio State has a high, a almost double higher percentage to win the division and a f- three times as high a chance to win the conference. So I'm not sure how these percentages work. Yeah. They they haven't told I mean, the computer that that doesn't make any sense yet. I mean, if I'm taking it as it's saying, it's 90% or so 91 for Georgia and 53, 54 for Alabama. That's got to be saying that like, where Alabama obviously has to beat Georgia to get in. It's basically but, saying there's a coin flip chance. For but they're like, saying Georgia. they're saying that Alabama is going to win. Yeah, they're, they're saying that they're saying that they think Alabama is going to win, but that both teams would get in the playoff. I think what they're saying is there's a slightly higher than 50, 50 chance that Alabama will beat Georgia and go to the playoffs. 
It's only 50 chance. It doesn't matter that Georgia, if they, as long as Georgia doesn't lose until Atlanta, right. they're just going to be in. Right. So and I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, like, God, what happens if, like, I've heard that a lot this week. Why the Big Ten isn't getting the benefit of the SEC? It does have half the big top ten. So, you know. I'm just saying, like, ones if, like, we're talking about, like, two, at least two Big Ten teams with, like, no, zero or one loss. I am am very proud of Iowa making it to number two. That being said, (laughs) their method of winning is not God, it's so bad. Yeah. Okay, I was going to get to this. I was going to get to this later, and it was a... What's his name on the the solid verbal? Uh, what's his? He used to work for SI or something. Uh, Dan, Dan. Uh, I think Rubenstein. There's no Rubenstein, yeah. Rubenstein. He he said that he he likened it to when uh, uh, John Goodman's character says in Big Lebowski. Uh, he's like, say what you will about the tenets of National Socialism, but at least it's an ethos, and that's essentially what I was doing. Like. Like say what you will about their style of play, like it's shit. It's awful to watch, but at least it's an ethos, and they're making it work. And I was kind of like, yeah, I don't really have anything I can say about that. Like I, I do not want to watch them play because it's awful. But so far they're winning. I think it's going to catch up to them. I mean, is it it that you don't want to watch them play because they remind you of Georgia or? No, they don't remind us, me of us at all. But they're because they can't score. Offensively, offensively I'm saying. Yes, I, offensively. I just, let's. I just want to roll back to the AP and the coaches poll that I do still appreciate every year that Alabama gets to play by a different set of rules in the rankings and everyone else consistently yeah. year after year. Roll Tide. Losing to an unranked team and moving down to fifth is a joke. So this is the first time in like twelve or thirteen years to lose to an unranked team, which this team, you know could end up the season being ranked but i but who cares that last like what teams did in the last 10 years is irrelevant well let's let's not get too far ahead into that because we're gonna gonna get to the these are these are the polls no one cares about these polls though like i don't think it really matters i think that these polls heavily influence the committee whether we think they do or not i'm just saying like you've won a playoff after winning losing to like i'm pretty sure it was virginia tech unranked I, I'm not, but I'm not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about how there's a different set of rules. Multiple teams have lost this year in the top that, like, five. Moved had the same much why were they allowed in the playoffs? If, if losing to an unranked I team. didn't say you weren't allowed back in the playoffs. I said the initial, the, the, the knee jerk reaction doesn't happen to Alabama. Like it does for all the other top five teams. Sure. I mean, okay. yeah, but it doesn't matter. Cause if they lose to Georgia, they're out. There's no way they're getting in with two losses. I don't think anyway. you say that now you wait. I mean, right. I mean, I'd say there has to be a I lot mean, of chaos. Alabama doesn't win another game this year. They put him there. Andy seems, seed, first, I guess. Andy seems to be the kind of person to believe that, like, week one playoff <laughs> rankings where they show Mississippi State and Ole Miss up there, and that, that means something. Week one of the playoff rankings means nothing, just like all the polls right now mean nothing. If it means nothing, then why do we do it? I'm not the one doing them. But you said, you're you not just, the one doing them. None you just of made the statement, though. I'm confused. I mean, we're we're doing them because it, it gives ESPN their their weekly countdown show that they can show who's in and who's almost in, et cetera. But I mean, ultimately, yeah, it, it, the only poll that matters is the final one. But it, it does matter to some extent because it, what if you matters is quality wins and top ten wins. To talk about right now. Yeah, quality. Huh? 
well, quality wins matter, and it's hard to uh, to move somebody. Like, say, what one of these undefeated teams that is <laughs> outside of the top four? Win. Who has it, a quality win? Texas A and M has a quality win. Uh, Oregon has a quality win. I mean, uh, it depends on how you how you look at these things. If you look at rankings at the end of the year, which we don't have yet, or if you look at rankings at the time they played, whatever. Let, let's just move past that I, and start talking my, about. That's my. Let's talk about the SP plus because we do every week. Uh, and then we'll talk about the, uh, last week's games, your top 10. We got Georgia, Ohio state, Alabama, Florida, Clemson, Penn state, Wisconsin, Michigan, Oklahoma, and Pittsburgh. Where's that Uh, Clemson offense? Oh, I think they moved up, Tom. They moved down. It was 29 last week, but they didn't even even play and they moved. (laughs) I don't understand. I guess that's because other teams moved around. It took them literally not playing to get worse. Yeah. Also, their defense got worse by not playing. I guess because Wisconsin had a good defensive game. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm assuming that's teams moving around them. Uh, anyway, let, let's talk about last week's game. So uh, last Wisconsin Thursday. being seventh of this is hilarious. Fucking I mean, Clemson broken. and Wisconsin is just completely hilarious. But at least like Clemson, you can like like Clemson has the talent to be like, oh, if they got their shit together, they they could probably get it going. You look at Wisconsin, you're like you're like that mm, Wisconsin, you ain't have nothing going on. Wisconsin was ranked highly at the beginning of the season. I mean, people think they had enough talent to. Well, both teams are in the top ten in SP plus because of their defense. It looks like to me. Um, is is Clemson's offense really better than uh, Wisconsin's? Because somebody gave me an EPA, which I still don't know what it means. It said Clemson was the worst in the country, so I don't know. I I was about to ask that. There that big list. It, it was strictly about quarterbacks, right? Where that DJU was like. What, 115th or 14th? It was total offense, wasn't it? Because I know the rushing offense was also equally dreadful. It was Uh, like a quarterback rating. Okay, so what I was posting, just to give people that this is not a visual medium, uh, as some some other podcasts uh, like to mention. So cfb-graphs.com has some interesting analytics stuff. They they don't seem to have everything up there. And I think it's run by this dude on uh, Twitter, Stats of War. I believe he's a TCU blogger SB nation dude that does a bunch of stuff with advanced analytics. There's different people on, on the Twitters doing stuff with, with advanced analytics. And it seems like it's kind of all over the place on the internet. It'd be really nice if it was all in one place where you could just like download a spreadsheet and look at it. Uh, at least for me, most people would probably just fall asleep looking at that kind of thing. Um, anyway, they, they define EPA on there and it's expected points added is what it means. So, uh, it talks about here a three yard gain on first and 10 is bad. A three yard gain on third and two is good, obviously, because it gives you another first down. So it takes into account the down distance yard line and game state of each play to calculate the added point value of every play. So it's an explosiveness weighted measure of success, blah, blah, blah. It's basically like how effective are you moving the ball when you need to move the ball? And that's basically it. Why didn't you just say that last sentence? Because I completely tuned you out for like a minute and a half. Yeah, yeah, I think that it's it's basically how how effective are you in various states of the game when you need to get like when you need to get two yards? Are you able to get three, etc. That kind of thing. Um, okay. Anyway, so EPA is a, a term that people are are using a lot now, uh, and it seems to be a promising analytical stat advanced analytical stat but there's a lot of stuff it seems like this stuff is still in its infancy so people are still figuring out what to do 
What makes sense? Uh, been on this. Not like SP Plus, which has been around for forever, and obviously is a great indicator of how teams will play. <laughs> Look up pretty highly at it for for reasons. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about last Thursday or uh, last week's games. But we're going to start out on Thursday. Coastal Carolina is favored by 19 at Arkansas State. They won 52 to 20. Advanced Analytics loves the change clears. By the way, um, have a really good offense. Uh, then again, I mean, who are they really playing all year? Not much of anybody, but they are uh, dumpstering everybody that they play, it seems like. Um, Friday, we had Temple at Cincinnati. Uh, same kind of situation with Cincinnati. Cincinnati was favored by 29, and they won 52-3. to So, there you go. How bad is Temple? I mean, I assume they're really bad, but how bad is Temple? Pretty bad, clearly. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, not great. Stanford was at... i uh, being very good. No, I don't. I don't think they're very good. Stanford was at uh, Arizona State, who won. Or sorry, they were favored by eleven and a half. They won twenty-eight to ten. So good job. Saturday, getting into the meat of the action. Arkansas was at Ole Miss, who was favored by six, and they did not cover. They did win in overtime. It was a crazy game. Crazy Which game. Was on it. On at the same time as like a game you're about to also talk about. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw out there. Everybody uh-huh. seems to love it when coaches go for two in overtime. I know we're uh-huh. probably split on this podcast. Uh, Are we? I'm not a fan. I it, don't know. I I think it's I, dumb. I like it's, it. It's okay if you're like a team that either has nothing to play for, uh-huh. or that you were just like a huge underdog. Okay, so real quick, I can see. Wait, 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 before you guys go on, I, you understand the new overtime rules, right? You have mm-hmm. to go for two in the second overtime, That's... and then you only get going for two from the third overtime on. So honestly, just do it in the first one and see if you can end the game. That's a fair point. I can okay. see that perspective, but also I can see if I'm Arkansas, I don't think I go for two there. But no. hindsight's fifty. I hindsight's have... you know twenty twenty. I wouldn't. I don't know. I. It's one of those you, things where he looks like a genius if he gets it, and now he looks like an the idiot. The thing if he is, the thing is, you, you could be more confident in your defense and think that maybe you could hold him to a field goal. Do you, I mean, would you feel confident holding Ole Miss to a field goal starting around the twenty-five yard line? I, I mean, I don't know. Late in the, that know. late in the game when your defense is probably gassed anyway. I, I, maybe. I mean, that. I guess that's probably the reason why he went for two. Uh, I mean, Andy, for, you you love analytics. I bet you the analytics say go for two. It they, does. Probably, they probably do say go for two. They, they also all say right, to yeah, never I punt. Getting all these fucked up scores this year. They also say to never punt. So uh, I don't know. I, the 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 analytics are, are a starting point, and I don't know. I like it. Like I said, you have to go for two from the second overtime on, and like from the third time overtime on, it's penalty kicks, which is God the worst thing we could have done. But whatever. Um, yeah. So I, I'm okay with going for two from the first. Wait, penalty time. kicks like soccer? I'm penalty. No. I mean, it's like you, <laughs> just, you just get two point conversions. That's all you get. Yeah, oh. that's. Have we seen that yet? I don't know. No, I don't think anyone's ever made it to the third overtime. Man, we're never going to have another seven overtime game like the LSU uh, AF game. Oh, man. Just remember that's that classic. game That game ended with Jimbo Fisher's nephew like getting into a fist fight with Kevin Falk. I don't even know like, if he got into a fist fight. Didn't he get decked by him? It was more like, yeah, it was like a, it was obviously one sided. But... Yeah, he got knocked out. 
or, or something. Well, he got kind of sucker punched, but altercation happened. Things happened. Um, all right, so that that happened. I I would merely posit that that there are some situations that make sense and that there are some that don't. And I I agree with not punting uh, if you're in the opponent's territory, but uh, not punting from your own 20, I think is stupid. I I agree. That's, you know. So I I think that, like I said, I think advanced analytics are certainly a starting point. More coaches should use it. Um, Also, I I think that there's a time where we need to use some common sense too. So, yeah. I don't know. That's that's my take. Maryland was at Ohio State. He's fair, but 21, and they won 66-17. What we got going on in the scarlet and gray corner, Andrew? Well, Ohio State's in full dumpster mode now. Dumpster okay. and everyone. Defense is looking better. Uh, mm-hmm. Seems like they finally got a good uh, rotation on defense. Seems like the right linebackers are playing now. So we'll see what goes, what happens the rest of the season. Question. Uh, we'll, Yes. Do you think this might be a product of the competition you've been playing the last couple of weeks? Well, or... so I, it's some of that, but also, I mean, when you look back at who Ohio State played to begin the season, they're, they were playing significantly worse. First teams like Tulsa and Minnesota, who are also bad. How many uh, interceptions did you guys get with off Baby Tua this week? Only two. Oh my gosh, you guys were scrubs. You guys didn't get six? No, sadly not. But wow. I, this last week and this week, like Maryland is actively doing him a disservice by leaving him in the game for so long because they are just wrecking his confidence of if he has any left at this point. I yeah, I don't think he does. I think he's going to have to transfer and maybe get some confidence elsewhere. He's it's just I mean they you know like like you know like Tom said these are bad teams but Ohio State's looked bad against bad teams so it's nice to see that they're doing what they should be doing. Okay. Well, yeah, but we'll know I mean, here in three weeks when they when they play Penn State. Okay. I'm still not entirely sold on Penn State, but we'll get to that game here in a little bit too. Uh, Georgia was uh, favored by 14. Uh, hold on. Skip the game. Uh, Oklahoma, sorry, was favored by uh-huh. three uh, versus Texas, and they won 55-48. Spencer Ooh. Rattler was uh, benched. The rattling. In favor rattling? of... Uh, this game was... This game was crazy, but and on at the same time as Arkansas missed, which I missed because I was watching this game. Yeah, I Texas, was. I think Texas, I turned on the game and like it was like Texas was like winning twenty eight to seven, and I was like, oh, this is oh, over. And then I turned it off. <laughs> Back in the fourth quarter, I was about, like, what is going and, on? And, and then shit started happening. Yeah, so uh, Rattler got benched in favor of um, Caleb Williams, I believe, and yes. Looks like uh, Rattler may have played his last for Oklahoma, unless uh, you, things change. You're, you're, you're leaving off the, the important part. A projected number one overall pick. Projected uh, number one NFL pick and had uh, numerous uh, sponsorships in the offseason with new well, NLI rules. I don't think he's... He, I think once people saw him this year, he was no longer projected number one pick. Sure. Maybe we shouldn't throw those things out like out there like in yeah, preseason. Maybe. Let's pump the brakes a yeah. bit. Uh, I feel like I remember saying maybe we need to see like before we start talking about all these guys like Spencer Rattler as number one picks. Maybe we need to wait and see them play more than one season like last year. The, the Texas but receiver he, too had like went off. He had like two hundred fifty yards. Shit. See, see, you you were like, oh, let's see. Because, like, first of all, I don't think Rattler looked all that great last year anyway. But, like, I think what we really should have – I think what we really should have pumped the brakes on was, hey, I think Oklahoma's defense is turning around. I think they're going to be good Uh this year, and they're going to be a strength. 
Eh, I think not so much. I could have told you that when they hired Alex Grinch, who I watched completely decimate the Ohio State defense. Wait, I thought you guys loved him. Anyway, I, no, I, I was I was more along the lines of I everybody's all these media people are saying, oh, Oklahoma's going to have a great defense this year. And I was kind of like, well, let's just say maybe they won't be absolutely embarrassing this year. Well, well, that still was wrong. I think the media really liked Lincoln Riley up until the actions of today. And so now they're yeah. probably not going to be on his side so much. I well, we might as well today. just talk about that. Uh, so okay, there is. Now I'll be up to speed. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> allow us to bring you up to speed. We know nothing. Yeah. You are not sure. up to speed. Uh, no, they had a, somebody apparently from, uh, from a newspaper there. Uh, <clears throat> in Norman. Student newspaper. It wasn't. No, it was student, not the student. It was paper. not the. It was not the student paper. It was a newspaper that's not affiliated no. with the university, run by students, ah. but is not the official Oklahoma student paper. Anyway, they were watching practice from a public building with binoculars and saw that this other guy, Caleb Williams, was getting all the first team reps, and Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler was not, of course, and or most of the first team reps. And then they talked to Spencer Rattler's dad who confirmed this sort of thing. They, you know, they've been benched essentially. And uh, yeah, so it looks like we have seen a quarterback change take place with the vaunted QB guru, Lincoln Riley. It's going to go with. Uh, Wait, so uh, what's the problem with Riley? Did, what did he do? Oh, oh because, then, closed, because then yeah, they closed all, all media. Uh, they had no after practice media availability. And I think it's next two days. They're not having any media availability after that report he, came out he locked it down because he got pissed off that they were uh, reporting on, on this from right. a, uh, from a closed practice, you know, from lo- looking over with binoculars at what was going also, on. Uh, also, these peasants not have an indoor practice facility. <laughs> Apparently not. Bingo. Uh, also after last week's Oklahoma, Texas game, the QB who came in, his name was Caleb Williams. They did not let him speak with reporters after the game, after he led the miraculous comeback, which is really shitty, especially in like this new NIL world where like a kid marketing himself is, you know, he could have that potentially that action could have lost him, you know, thousands of dollars by not being able to talk. Could have. That sucks. Shame on you, Oklahoma. I mean, I feel like everyone's probably gonna be hesitant about giving kids money these days or right now anyway after uh, yeah. all these all these kids got the tons of money and then did nothing I, so you know i uh, feel like i feel like companies like dr pepper and like these big chains will be but like you know jim bob's uh car dealership he doesn't give a shit he's already been giving like shitty kids money for what a long i time. think we're gonna get to and i know this is going off on tangent is i think we're just gonna get a lot of uh hey we're gonna give every kid on the team 150 dollars uh as a yeah I think that's where we're going towards, the honestly. Big, the big money network stuff might cut back. DJU ruined it for everyone. Yes. DJU, Sam Sorry, Howell, y'all. Spencer Rattler. Here, here, here's he said, I don't give a mind. shit if I don't get drafted. I got a lifetime supply of Dr. Pepper. And Bojangles. Don't forget the Bojangles. <laughs> here's something I've I've, uh, I've wondered. Like The first college player that, that started getting like press about you know having these huge contract numbers like six-figure digits was was Bryce Young at Alabama. I still don't know who's actually sponsoring them. How do we know I've that he seen, actually is seen, being sponsored by them? Exactly. I've not seen any like tweets or do you of course, think, I'm not really going and looking for it. But. I don't I don't know like what the the rules are. Do you think that they're allowed to put like performance bonuses in these contracts? 
Man, I wonder if there's a certain Mercedes uh, dealerships around there that could have been sponsoring Bryce Young. Because I, I wonder or if, if like, the performance are, bonuses like commercials is what's least. is what's giving them the uh, stressing them out and, and and having making them I guess uh, push try push harder. Yeah, and, and make more mistakes. I, I don't know. I don't know if you, if that's even. I mean, I guess there's there's really no rules. That's, that's some but... deep conspiracy theories. I like it. No, 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 I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think that they're just like, hey, you know, you throw this many yards, you will give you will kick kick I mean, in another ten thousand dollars or whatever, and then like could... they're they're just it's in their mind, right? And so I don't know. I, mean, I could get onto that tangent when we talked about the Alabama Texas A and M game and certain goal to go situation. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about like point shaving and stuff like that. I'm just talking about like individual perform- like just, seasonal you seasonal know. performances. No, I know I I'm talking to I'm, I'm saying like maybe they're trying too stuff. hard to do have a certain uh, Yeah, I'm not outcome. saying there's I'm not saying there's yeah, things to make them tank. I'm, I meant going the other way and it's making them head cases. That's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Um so anyway, we'll we'll see more of what happens uh, going like, forward. With I guess uh, finally about Oklahoma. the game. I think like, Texas had a big lead; they blew it. I can't actually. I can't remember how the game ended. I mean, it was uh, down I know, Oklahoma, oh, right. Oklahoma like scored a touchdown with like one minute left or something. No, they were they yeah they scored with like three seconds left or something. The they were lining up to kick the uh, game winning field goal because it was tied. Yeah. And the running back got loose for like a oh yeah, yeah. stamper, was, like a thirty-five yard touchdown or I, something like that. I think it was like I think it was like a fourth and one, just too far from no, kicking was, the field goal. No, it was like first and ten because they were just trying to they were trying to center the ball, and he just got loose. Yeah, it, yeah. What I wanted to happen though was for the clock to run out while he was like running into the running towards the end zone and then just the time, which would have been the funniest thing. Yeah. Well, it would have still just been tied, though, so. Yeah, but it would have been funny. Yeah, oh, but, yeah. But uh, Oklahoma scored 25 points in the fourth quarter to uh, win that game. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Oklahoma. Good job. Way to fight Way to fight adversity. Come back. Way to fight you on. Drove, you drove Steve Sarkeesian to drinking again. Congratulations. Good job. Fell off the wagon. I'm, oh, I'm the wagon. More. I'm surprised hey! Didn't, I'm surprised <laughs> that Stark didn't get, like, more... Grief. Uh, it seems like most of the conversation's just been about Rattler. Yeah, I mean, we we should probably be talking more about Caleb Williams, who came in and took this job. Yeah, honestly, yeah. but whatever. Uh, we we can talk about him more going forward. Uh, best of luck to him and the QB guru, uh, Lincoln Riley. Um, so let's talk about. Uh, let, let's get moving. Uh, here we got a bunch more games to talk about, and then previews for next week. So we got. Um, I mean, we could we could skip this one though. So that sure, much sure, sure, sure. Uh, Georgia was favored by fourteen and a half at Auburn, um, and they won thirty four to ten. So good job there covering. And we'll talk about what happened in our pickums later. Things went well there. Uh, I would say I, I don't know what, what all to say about this game other than the, the Auburn Georgia at the, Auburn. The, the, on, the only thing I'll ask because I didn't watch mm. this game at all. Okay. Um, Remember when Andy tried to make a game of the week? Like, uh-huh. I, the one thing I kept hearing from people is that, like, well, Auburn, quote, found, like, how to play against Georgia. They just didn't have the players to do it. And that, what? what does that mean? I don't get that. 
because y'all beat them by like 24 points. That sounds like people in Alabama saying things. That sounds Auburn like people in, yeah, that sounds like people in Alabama saying, I don't think that Auburn really unlocked any key to playing us. I, th- I think oh. it, it's going to take a, it's going to take pretty special quarterbacks and receivers and a pretty special defense on the other side of the ball. I, I think this year and, um, Auburn does not have good receivers at, at all, really. They, they have Demetrius Robertson as their best receiver, and he transferred out of UGA because he was going to be buried on the depth chart, and he's probably he, he is their best receiver. It seems like I think he's leading. All the I team. hear is that all I hear is that they have a lot of drops. Yeah, they they had quite a few drops. Uh, Bo Nix did, you know, he he did make like I think one play where he kind of wiggled out um, and made um, and, and got a first down out of that. I can't remember if it led to their uh, to their one score, uh, their their one touchdown, uh, or not. But um, he was sacked four times and hurried a bunch more and knocked down a bunch more. So I I don't know if they really unlocked much of anything. Um, they had a, you know, they they have a couple good halfway decent running backs, but the problem is they kind of just suck so much in the passing game that man, they they can't really do much of anything. I I don't. I'm not sure who that take was from. Maybe that was from some fine bomb callers or something, but I don't think they really showed. It probably was. Phyllis from Mogaluga. From (laughs) (laughs) Mogaluga. From Jasper. All right. Uh, LSU was at Kentucky. Here's fair by three. And dear God, Kentucky whooped that Cajun ass 42 to 21. Uh, Tom, did you have to console Katie after this one? Uh, a little bit. I think she yeah. had made peace at least somewhat. I think she's made peace with the season to be completely honest with you, but you know, well, uh, Kocho hasn't been fired yet. Taking Kentucky. She was mad at me for taking Kentucky in the pick them, but Oh, did she, li- does she wait? Does she listen to this? What? Yeah. You... There's been okay. multiple references in an email about I thought, listening to this. I yeah. thought that we, I, mean, I was going to, I was going to like ask, it was like, wait, she's a Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's dating an LSU fan. Uh, so okay, H- hello, Katie. We're very sorry about your uh, about your tigers. Um, I don't think they're gonna get good until Coach O is gone. And well, it seems like he's, he's you still there. The he's, yeah, Katie, uh, write us and let us know. Um, I haven't checked the podcast email. I'll check that here in a little bit. I don't, I don't know if you've sent us your thoughts already on on who you want <laughs> you to have a Twitter uh, account apparently. Yeah, we, we do have a Twitter account. Uh, Andrew promised me that he would be updating it. I sent him the login info last week. He hasn't he hasn't posted anything yet. Uh, I live tweeted that game. No, you did <laughs> sure? not. No, no, you didn't. He's, they were time tweets. They were time tweets. Limited. Somehow, he somehow found a way to get the account banned. What if we can? What if? What if I? Uh, I, I threatened the president of the United States from it. <laughs> And Jim Harbaugh, weird. I don't know. <laughs> Just Jim Harbaugh people. blocked it. Jim Harbaugh two, blocked it. Two people got my yeah. The FBI came at me for the Harbaugh tweets, not the not yeah, the they, they, tweets. They didn't care about the president. It was just it was just Harbaugh. All right. Anyway, so um, yeah, it doesn't seem like Decocho uh, going to be there much longer. Um, I guess we could talk about future uh, LSU coaches if he lasts the season. Um, as of right now, he still has a job, so we'll see how that goes. Michigan was uh, at uh, Raiders coach got just got uh, resigned. So maybe, you know, I yeah, have made sure. that joke. though that like Gruden's on the market. He's on the market. If they feel like getting a coach that has that kind of baggage. Um, anyway, I mean, their last two coaches had baggage and they didn't seem to mind. So, you know, that's fair. I don't care. That's some, 
I don't know. I was going to make some kind of joke about seasoning or something in uh, in Louisiana. Tony, but, uh, Tony Satchery. <laughs> Satchery. That's, that's it. Uh, Michigan was favored by three at Nebraska, and uh, you guys nailed it. They they hit 32-29 to 29, went over to Nebraska. And, uh, yeah, Nebraska probably should have won that, but they didn't. I mean, so. that, that game was tied with, th- like, less than two minutes to go. And Nebraska was driving and fumbled the ball to Michigan, let Michigan hit a field goal. Yep. There you go. Should have won it and fucked it up right at the end. Uh, uh, poor Nebraska. There, I feel I. You hate to I, see it. I well, you know, I I feel I I I feel I don't want to say I feel bad for them because generally their fans their fans are nice but delusional. Uh, and okay. to lose they've lost a lot of heartbreakers this year, and I you kind of feel for them at some point. I feel bad because they they did have a lot of success and they really want to get back there and they're trying their damnedest to get there but man they have been falling flat on their face every time it seems like so I mean I guess I feel bad in that aspect but that uh, vaulted Michigan defense got a little exposed this weekend Eesh, yeah <clears throat> for sure and I don't know I feel like if they're that awesome they should have put up more than 32 points on Nebraska too but what do I know um this game, this next game ended with the exact same score. We got Notre Dame was favored by one at Virginia Tech, and they won 32-29, to 29, so another score. Same thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch oh. this game. I have no idea how it went. No one watched that game. I, I think, Nobody did. I think I heard something about, like, Virginia Tech just kind of blew it at the end. They Like, maybe they had a chance to hold off. Or I, I don't really know. Maybe. Literally no well, one watched that game. Well, yeah. it was on the ACC network, so nobody nobody watched. Well, that. also it was on the same time as Alabama, Texas A&M. There's well, that too. I was, I was a little earlier, but yeah. And let's talk about. Was, Alabama. Did, anyone, did anyone watch Iowa, Penn State? I feel like everyone was watching Alabama, I Texas did. A&M. I watched both. Right. Those are my those are my dual screens. Hmm. Okay. Let's talk about right. the next game. Alabama was favored by seventeen and a half at Texas A&M. Nailed this it. would be an easy game against an unranked team, except that well. Alabama. Well, Alabama well, had won their last team with like top seven talent. That's unfortunate. Well, they they have been fucking uh, Jim, fucking, had... fucking Jimbo like ninth string quarterback and walked two games. That's that's the conspiracy theory. Who 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 do you think would have picked Jimbo to be the one to finally beat Saban? Like, nobody I, nobody in the well, former I mean, like, Saban group chat. Oh. Well, I mean, I th- I feel like that, everyone the consensus was it was gonna be Lane at some point, but so like, and that's Jimbo, I mean, I, I don't know. It's like that's a he's technically yes, and it's the whole like assistant thing, but like he was an NFL coach and a head coach at two different schools before he even like went to be an assistant with Saban. So it's it was always like kind of bullshit that whole assistant coach record thing. Well, they they like to. Like, I mean, like, Lane, Lane also was the coach at like <laughs> two places before he went to. Yeah, yeah, but he hasn't been. His, he started it as an assistant under I mean, Saban like twenty years ago. Kirby was no, too. He started I mean, off I mean, under Rick, actually. Kirby, I mean, but like, oh, wait, is the record still like, bullshit since it's got a, got a nick in it? No, no, because put an asterisk Jim, by Jimbo it. won. Jimbo actually is an assistant, and it's probably for the best that it was him. All right, let, let's stop. Let's stop quibbling about the assistant stuff. So they uh, uh, Texas A and M won forty one thirty eight. I will say that my uh, 
girlfriend is an Alabama fan, and she was worried the whole time. And I was the one trying to reassure her. I was like, nah, Alabama's got... We, we've seen this before. Like, Alabama's going to eventually come back. You know, they're going to crock bottom. To me, it was like... It was like... Start, start to maybe the middle of the second quarter when I, like, started worrying. And I think others were saying, like, they, were, they, they weren't going to start worrying until the third quarter. Well, my girlfriend was, was mad at me because was, she like, thinks was, that I jinxed multiple. him. It was, oh. Mm. And um, I was like, I wasn't jinxing him. I was confident. You're into the whole jinxing thing. Like, you know, you don't pick your own team and the point spread. Well, and, in this case, I wasn't actually trying to jinx. I was genuinely confident that Alabama would get their shit together. And I didn't think that this third string quarterback that had been shit in the bed all year would have the game of his life this game. But, man. hey. Kind of did. I've been in Alabama for long enough to see that exact same thing happen a couple times. This is this was the Steven Garcia game. I, I would say that uh, if anybody's shown somebody the the way to beat uh, a team this year, it's uh, Florida I mean, and now Texas A and M playing Alabama. Uh, Florida almost did it before. I uh, mean, it, it it highly helps to be like at that team stadium. Like we have Alabama has proven to not be a very good on the on the road, especially uh, with like raucous crowds. I know um, Florida and A M have. Jim Donna was actually on Stuart Mandel and Bruce Feldman's thing this week, and they were talking to him about that and the Georgia stuff and Oklahoma as well because he coached at OU uh, back in the day. Anyway, so he was talking about um, Alabama, and he was saying that he thinks that the difference with them is is really not so much them. He thinks that the that the rest of the teams that that there's uh, some other good teams in college football and they're not like head and shoulders above everybody else. That there's a little bit more parity this year, but he also said that he thinks that their recruiting on defense isn't quite what it what it used to be about four or five years I, ago. I that yeah, I don't I don't think it is, uh, especially on the the front. Well, he thinks that they're that they're that all of their good athletes coming up out in the draft that you're going to see the next few years, like most of them are on. Uh, on offense, like they've still got good players on defense, but it's not like what it was well, it's, four or five it's years been, ago. It's been like more offensive players the last two or three. I mean, if yeah. you you know if you want to throw in like the two quarterbacks that get picked high, like four receivers, uh, one maybe two running backs, offensive linemen. I can only think of like three or four defensive players that have got picked like in the first round. Yes, yeah, so it seems like uh, it seems like maybe some. Uh, some some focus may have shifted a, a little bit, but I mean, anyway, I'd have, to look, I'd have to look into like if, on the whole, if defensive players are going as as many defensive players are going in the early draft rounds as there were. It seems like as it's progressed through high school, like offense, this offense has kind of become unstoppable with how the rules are set up. So there's just more and more offensive players over shadowing like defensive players and so it kind of has spread towards the nfl yeah it's it seems like, like it's all offense and not much defense it seems like college football seeing a slight resurgence this year thus far but you're still only well, yeah, halfway you done say that because you have the one good defense i always got a good defense too they're just a little bit different in how they how they play well you look at two bama like they're so they're two road games They've given up 70 points. All the other games, they've given up like 63 points. So go ahead and mark them down for losses at Mississippi State and at Auburn. Yeah. Well, so we'll get this week. But I, I mean, will say it, that 
that uh, Calzada guy, the towards the end of that game, he got annihilated on a play. Like he could barely walk. And then they put him in the tent and they juiced him up with whatever they gave him. And like the next play he came in and would just like, it was like a third and long, I think. And he ran it for a first down. It was just like, fuck it. It was just going like straight into the Bama defense. The balls it took on that kid after getting rocked like the previous series was pretty amazing. It's probably I mean, from their meat, uh, their meat facility. Uh, uh, meat judging. Like I said, it's <laughs> yeah. like whenever Alabama loses, it's a storybook event. I mean, you can't write that. You got a quarterback who looks like he's tore his knee up. He, he, you know, it's the end of the series. It was, I think it was like a fourth down play or, or whatever. They punted right after he got hurt. Or no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. He, he, it was a touchdown pass. He threw a long touchdown pass. I was going to say, he completed it. Yeah. He completed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Got, you know, got hurt. And so, like. He got rocked. Yeah, he got destroyed so on that you play. you figure, well, I think it was a tying touchdown. I can't remember. It. But you figure, well, he's not coming back. But he comes back in their very next drive, which I think is the drive they score the field goal on yeah they gave him some of the magic spray i think i mean i mean i've seen it worded and it's how i see it it's like alabama played their d or c game is just i keep thinking back and it's credit to to a&m's defensive like i guess coaching how they decided on this type of formation where they had, I think they had like three down linemen, but would bring in like two cornerbacks or two safeties, so two defensive back players in between like the nose tackle and a defensive end. And and our offensive line did not know what to do with these two people because they were like, well, we could like block them, but their odds are they're going to drop back. It's, it's all fake. So multiple times they decided, well, we're just going to shift away from them and, and and concentrate on the nose tackle and the other defensive end. And when you do that, and, and it just opens up the Red Sea, and now you have a quarterback who's just getting the ball with two defensive backs blitzing them, and it's, it's game over because you get sacked immediately. Game over, and man. Never, and, we never, and we never adjusted for that until maybe like halfway through the third quarter. Mm. Well, and so that kind of adjustment should have been done earlier, and that gets back to coaching. Between Saban, you know, he's the head coach. And mm-hmm. I maybe, I'm trying to think who's, our offensive line coach is the uh, ex-NFL head coach. What was it? Marone? Doug okay. Marone, is that? Mm-hmm. That sounds a like a person. Did, did he get fired from wherever he, he came from? He was with the Jags, I think. Uh, well, that makes sense. Okay. And you get down to like, other weird situations that you know obviously decides the outcome. Like uh, I can think of three, three different Alabama offensive series that end in goal to go situations. You know that's three potential touchdowns. That's twenty one potential points, and you end up with six points. You know you throw one interception, you one drive. You, you don't even attempt a running play, and uh, you kick a field goal and. Whatever happened on the other one, it was a field goal, and you lose by three points. I mean that. Well, let's you, just you say going, going down seventeen seven in the first quarter of a game is never a good idea. Yeah, not great. But I mean, Alabama in the last six or seven minutes were was leading by seven, so yeah. it's like okay. I mean, you can like you can get down that much if you come back 
it still lose. I mean, I don't know where you put the blame at. You play, put it at the beginning, or do you put it at the end? I mean, you really have to put it everywhere. Yeah, think just goes on Saban. He's the head guy, so he's got to figure out what changes they need to make so that they get things back on track. Really, yeah, like like get to the away games and you know loud crowds and how much it affects. I don't know if it's the center or or Bryce Young himself. I mean, we constantly have problems with like running silent count, you know, yeah, either that's... clapping or or doing the the. The, where the left guard like looks back at the quarterback, wait for the signal, and he slaps the center on the butt. You know, yeah, got to get got to get better at that thing. You, this is yeah, clinger clinger coming up. Yep. Um. All right, all right. I, I think I'm okay. Well, hopefully that was cathartic. Um, Not really, but <laughs> but I mean, let's talk. Hey, let's talk I, about the we've, next one. We've, we've won Alabama. I've seen Alabama win up plenty of games and championships. You know, I'm just long for the ride. If we lose a couple more games, I mean, I can't do anything about it. Well, oh, oh, the horror. They've only won four national championships in seasons where they lost one game. So, uh, yeah. doom and gloom. Oh, my God. Let's just, let's just uh, let's see what happens. There's... I don't need to talk about this next game, Andy. None of us watch this next game. Okay, well, I'm just going to go not. quick. Utah, oh yeah, I stopped, I stopped watching my game. Utah at USC. USC was favored by three. Utah won 42-26. Uh, your game of the week was Penn State at Iowa is favored by two, and they won 23-20. Good job, Vegas. And I mean, oh, you could you could say like game of the week as well. I mean, it, it, the problem is there's like what already three other games that were real close battles, and I mean, I mean that game, both those teams matter aside from just one. Yeah, sure. Uh, that was game it, was, was, it, was it an ugly game or? or... Uh, uh, twenty, I would assume so. Twenty-three, <laughs> twenty, yeah. Well, Iowa uh, puts out someone that they allegedly call a quarterback and try to make him do things. Uh, he had an actually okay game for his standards. The big, <laughs> the way you the described big... that sounds like you could you could put like a, a, a title on that that be really <laughs> really horrible. Oof! Like you do not want to say whether. <laughs> I'm looking what? at these stats. Uh, why are they why are they sending out someone that shouldn't be out? I mean, what? Uh he, and so Penn State, oh. I mean, was doing Penn State was was playing very well early in that game. I mean, they're up 17-3 um at the end of the first quarter and Sean Clifford was uh he was having a pretty decent game. Uh and then I believe right before halftime, no, it might have been right after that first quarter. It was when it all went to hell. Uh, Sean Clifford went down with, we're not really sure what I, it's either a shoulder or an elbow injury. Uh, I think it's an elbow. Cause I think he landed on his, when he fell, he like stopped himself with his elbow. So I'm going to go with like, it's an elbow injury. Uh, and he went out of the game and Penn state looked at Iowa's quarterback and was like, nah, we could do worse. <laughs> and Taquan uh, Robertson, is it Robertson or Roberson? I forget. They rolled him out. I have never seen a quarterback <laughs> play worse than this guy played. I'll just give you a stat line. He was seven for 21, 34 <laughs> yards, two picks. And Penn State's entire offense fell apart when Sean Clifford went out. Like it was, it, it, Taquan had no idea. Like he, he was there. 
Iowa was playing really good defense. They were pressuring him a ton, but he had looked like he had never seen anyone look at him and like got scared and would just run out of the pocket right away towards the sideline and then just run out of bounds. Uh, and I, Penn State could be in big trouble if Clifford's not back soon because th- that's got he he can't be it. He's not the dude. He's not it. And they uh, this is just an ugly game in general. Their running game wasn't working. I but you know it's hard to say if that's you know. Iowa's defense is very, very, very good. Um, and they couldn't get anything going on the ground, so they had to rely on just these pat on these little short passes to stimulate a run game, uh, which really wasn't working either. But, I mean, if Sean Clifford stays in that game, I think Penn State wins that game by at least two touchdowns. Okay. But, well, as of now, Iowa can, I believe Iowa can clinch the Big Ten West if they beat Wisconsin in two weeks. I think that's a true statement. I looked Which that up today. Seems like a seems like a pretty sure thing. Like, yeah, Iowa probably can't score more than twenty one points or maybe twenty four, but Wisconsin probably can't score more than ten or maybe fourteen. So, so see a thrilling uh, seven Iowa, point victory. I, I I mean I we're gonna see Iowa and Indy against either Ohio State or Michigan probably. So we'll see what happens. All right. Well. There's your your thrilling game of the week. We were uh, I I feel like my pick would have been better. At least would have been more exciting than than this. Uh, your oh, your Georgia Auburn game would have been better than the three point game. Was that, was that his option? This. Yes, that was the one he picked. Andy, you kidding me? Get out of here. Better than better than this shit. No, it was a good game. It was entertaining. Iowa's quarterback had you a could have 50... put Alabama to Alabama Texas A&M or. Well, we didn't uh, know Texas that that Oklahoma. was going to be. Yeah, can... or Texas Oklahoma would have been better. But like, well, don't point, say a 24-point win where one team scored 10 points and probably had 200-something mm. yards of offense the point, the would have been a better game. Just because the quarterbacks were bad doesn't mean it was entertaining as hell to watch. The point spreads of the Georgia and the Alabama <sighs> game were so similar. You know, Why would you think one and not the other? Well, at least Georgia Auburn has history. but And, and Auburn well, so, was barely well, ranked. You know, about a, well, actually, about a decade to the day was the last time that A and M did this to Alabama. Well, all right. So, well, they were they were due for it, I guess. This, yeah, this fucking Aggies. Fucking Aggies. All right, uh, let's talk about the uh, your turn of the week. Uh, if we have to, UConn was at UMass on Flow Sports. <laughs> UMass finally won a game, twenty-seven thirteen. Wait, UMass won. What is Flow Sports? <laughs> it's an online streaming service. We, we did this last about week. This last week. Yeah, okay. Pac-12 after dark. We had UCLA favored by sixteen at Arizona. They won thirty-four sixteen. Let's talk about this week's games. Uh, Thursday, we got Navy at Memphis favored by ten and a half at seven thirty on ESPN. That's only halfway decent game you got Thursday. So, who cares? Uh, might want to find something else to do. Uh, Friday, we got uh, more games. You might want to find something else to do. Yep. We got Clemson favored by fourteen at Syracuse at the Carrier Vegas. Dome. Vegas will never learn, man. They won't. Um, <laughs> Just begging you. you just been betting. You just bet against Clemson every day, every game this this year. You probably would be rich by that. Uh huh. Uh, that's Syracuse at seven on ESPN Friday. There you go, Tom. What what you got on that, or you want us to just continue? Clemson's had a bye week to fix their offense. Spoiler alert: that offense is not going to look any better. So I guess we'll see what happens. I would not be surprised if Syracuse won. 
Uh, I think the last time Clemson went to Syracuse, they lost. So, yeah, yeah maybe twenty seventeen. Bad things happen at the. <laughs> bad no, things happen at the. There. I think Clemson played there in twenty nineteen and won. So never mind. But Possibly. still, twenty seventeen, Clemson went there and lost. On that's that also was on a Friday night. So. I remember that. I remember that game at the unair conditioned Carrier Dome. It's air yeah. conditioned now. I think. What? They put I think air it's air conditioned now. I think. What? They can afford it because only seven people go to games, so it's cheaper. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Cal at Oregon uh, Friday night. Uh, Oregon's favored by 14 at 1030 on ESPN. So you get a little Pac-12 after dark um, on Friday night. So there you go. And we got Saturday. We got Auburn at Arkansas favored by three and a half. And that's at noon on CBS. So there you go. Um, I think that that's not enough points. I think Arkansas is going to beat them by... uh, seven to 10 range at least, but that's me. See if they get how, how much they got left in the tank after a, uh, longer game against Ole Miss last week. I, maybe that took something out of them. I don't know. I just don't think Auburn can, I think they've got some losses ahead of them, uh, towards the end of the year for sure. Okay. Game okay. that would be more, uh, exciting in most other years but we got florida favored by 10 and a half at lsu at noon on espn and yeah uh, who, who, who knew that lsu was going to turn into tennessee ah uh, well you because hate to see it florida tennessee used to be the game and, and then lsu in florida it was a good game and, and now now they're well, just maybe, burying maybe, LSU a shoe would get, maybe a shoe would get thrown again i, I don't know yeah. <laughs> i forgot about that the cleat eat. This is uh, also it's at LSU at noon, so that means it's 11 a.m. local time. Oh, so the, the they won't be able to get their drinking in quite as much. Or the or they really hard and really fast, and who knows what happens then? Who knows? Um, Oki Light at Texas, uh, favored by five and a half at 12 for your big nude Saturday on Fox. There you go. See how that goes. Oklahoma State still undefeated. Probably not going to stay undefeated this week, but we'll see. See how that goes. Wee. Uh, UCF yeah. is at a uh, Cincinnati. It's favored by twenty one. Game of the week, right? Is this game of the week right here? No, you can't have games that are that big of a spread if you're game of the week. I mean, that's not a good game. You, Andy, last week it was like two top five teams. Are you kidding me? Look, wait till you guys get to this week's game of the week. And then, I see uh, it. Also, I kind of hope partially that UCF wins this so they can do the you hate 12. to see it back. Yeah, the, oh God. Oh the God. Orlando yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 Ruining yeah. their season <laughs> and saying yeah, you hate to see it would be the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know that they've got that ready just in case. Or like when that happens, it's ready to go. Spelled out, spelled yeah. out skyline noodles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope it's like the green actually, skyline noodles too. Actually, they just put up a picture of a three-way, and it just says you hate to see it. Everyone's like, we do. We, we do hate to see that, that actually. Everyone hates to see that. Everyone hates to see that. It looks gross. We all feel nauseous now. <laughs> <laughs> That's at twelve on ABC. Might might actually eh, no, that won't be a good game. UCF's not very good this year. Cincinnati's gonna dumpster UCF. Yeah, that's gonna be like probably a 35, 40 something point win in my opinion. Uh, BYU at Baylor, favored by six at 3.30 on ESPN. Baylor actually... Like a good game. Yeah, pretty good team, and BYU is pretty good as well. So, yep, there you go. Might be one to watch. Also, we got... Uh, this is a rough week. 
actually, uh, might be a second a screen week. thing. Um, let's talk about the next game. We got Miami at North Carolina, favored by seven at three thirty on ACC Network. Don't watch that. We also have uh, another game that is technically football. Why, you got, why'd you put this on here? Hey, this is your top two team. We got Purdue at Iowa, favored by twelve at three thirty on ABC. Because you never know what's going to happen to these top teams, uh, right? I mean, if it's at Purdue, you never maybe. know. You never know. All right, Alabama's favored by. Everybody gets lost in Purdue. <laughs> Iowa's yeah. going to lose to somebody just because they don't have oh, an offense, and at some yeah, point, exactly. they're going to lose to Nebraska on that Friday after Thanksgiving. That, that's one hundred. <laughs> happens. Tom, that's why that's a hundred percent why I'm putting them on here. I'm just having it on here so we could say we talked about it. Just Wait, in, you like, can't when it try happened. to reverse jinx Iowa. How dare you? First of all, I'm not retur- I'm not reverse jinxing them. <laughs> I'm just how dare them. you? First of all, how dare you? <laughs> Alabama's favored by seventeen at Mississippi State at seven on ESPN. So clang clang y'all. Go ahead and start chewing the tunnel on the Advil. You're gonna yeah. have a headache. You just mute it. I was gonna say just mute the game and. Put yeah. on a, watch another game and put on the audio from that game instead. Because I normally you would go, we we'll just put the radio announcers on. No, they can't escape it either. No, nope. uh, I'm just gonna have it. I'll just, I'll just play a game. I'll play a video game and have it on second screen. Is this yeah, game on the pick? Is this game on the pick? Um, probably. Know. It's not. Okay, I'll, I'll throw out. Yeah, I could be a little scared just because it's uh, another Rockets home game, and I, I keep hearing that. Their offense is like better, and they actually maybe run the ball a little bit more. Mississippi State. Um, so I just, I don't want to see it. I, I don't. Please don't. No, no, no. Okay, I'm done. Okay, there you go. Let's talk about TCU at Oklahoma, favored by thirteen and a half at seven on ABC. See if the Caleb Williams experiment continues. How he does there. UCLA is at Washington, uh, favored by two. Sometimes if he gets benched and they have to go to the third guy. Oh boy, yeah. where they go back to Spencer they just Rattler. Go back to Rattler? I think they just go back to Rattler. Holy shit! How did I we miss Rattler, it? Rattler. That? How did we miss the joke that Spencer Rattler got rattled? <laughs> how did uh-huh. we miss that? How Bad did joke. we miss that? Bad joke. Oh my god! All right, UCLA is at Washington, favored by two at eight thirty on Fox. So who knows what this is anymore? It is football, technically. All right, your game of the week. There, Why is there's it on not at a lot. Seven. What a weird time. What for an ABC? Eight, a seven o'clock game on ABC is weird. Oh, Oklahoma. Uh, usually it's seven thirty, right? Well, they used to all be eight, and then they moved them to seven thirty for some reason, and now this yeah. was at seven. Who knows? They. It's probably because they're contractually obligated to show a game on there. They don't want to show this. Uh, one. There, there's no way that three thirty games finishing by seven. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it's Purdue and Iowa and they run a lot. It could be. Wait, did I? Did that, did that game time? Was that incorrect? It's possible that that's incorrect. I uh, Hold on. What, what, what game is this? TCU? Uh, it's 7.30. Oh, okay. 7.30. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. So normal ABC time. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, Get th- your CBS bullshit times out of here. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. All right. Your game of the week. There's not a lot to choose from. This is a top 12 matchup, at least. I think I think Kentucky's at 11. So Kentucky at Georgia is favored by 23 at 3, 3.30 on CBS. Um, yeah. So let's talk about what this game will be. UK uh, wants to run the ball. We're really good at rush and pass defense. We're number one. Okay, here's those terms. All you need to know is this. We're number one in the country in pass EPA. 
they are number 41 in the country in passing uh, offense EPA. So number one versus number 41. Okay. Not a great matchup for Kentucky. Number 13 in rush EPA uh, on defense UGA is, and they are 37. So we're better in both in both matchups, uh, UGA's defense has the edge there. Um, on the other side of the ball, uh, UGA's 32 in rushing EPA and 11 in the country um, in passing EPA. So we're as, which is, I guess my eyes are not deceiving me. We're, we're better at passing the ball this year than uh, rushing, which isn't normal. Um, and they're, they're good in rushing defense. They are pretty good in rushing defense. They're number 19. Um, in rushing defense and 69 in passing EPA. Ooh. Nice. Stetson Bennett, y'all. Hell yeah, Stetson Bennett. Going up against the 60, 69th EPA pass. Offense. The Germans I, weren't very saying, good in the Russian I'm, defense. I'm just saying y'all built him up a lot last year. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's a lot better this year. I'll say that. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seems like uh, Munkin's actually developing him in a full offseason season with uh with that scheme has been good for him and everybody else too so uh yeah game day is going to be there uh for the second time in three weeks and it's going to be the gary and brad show on uh cbs so fortunately we have to listen to gary danielson for three back on this is why alabama lost because we got stuck with the gary and brad show last week and it should have been georgia auburn Mm, mm -hmm, but no mm -hmm. and that was a nightmare stacked on another nightmare well, Gary is a nightmare to listen to. So we got to listen to that for like three and a half or four hours on Saturday. So there's that. Four, four, four and a half. Eight. Probably four and a half. Yeah, they, they, they do a lot of ads. Um, anyway, so I yeah. don't have injuries, don't have targeting, don't have crazy like plays you have to do reviews. Just just play like the most vanilla football you can. Get well, out of there. Like uh, that'll be no problem for Georgia. <laughs> Well, I mean, this week, uh, considering uh, 15 injuries and we have a bye week next week before Florida. Yeah, I think they're going to be trying to rush it as much as they can and get this game over with. So, yeah, I think you're going to see a lot more rushing this week. Uh, your turn of the week, uh, you could probably pencil in Vandy every week. Vandy at South Carolina, favored by 13 and a half at four on the SEC network. And you're these, uh, these, these two teams might be playing for each of their only wins in the SEC this year. That's fair. Uh, that's correct. Pac-12 after dark I mean, game it, of the week. It, I mean, it's actually possible that these two teams are worse than the worst team in the SEC West, which I think is LSU. Oh, yeah. The LSU would stomp either of these teams. Yeah. Um, your Pac-12 after dark game of the week is Arizona State-Utah, which was a pick -em when I looked at this earlier. That's at 10 on ESPN. There you go. And okay. Andrew, Andrew, what questions do we have? Uh, let's see here. We got a couple. We have from our Texas fan. How many years will pass before a college football job is offered John Gruden? Infinite might years. Be, It'll never happen. Might be this off season. It'll never happen if LSU loses their coach. I'm leaning uh, towards. I'm leaning towards never. I'm. I'm. I might be like more hopeful in humanity than than I should be. I mean, he would never coach college football, so. But you have to, you have to figure. Like normally, he would just go back to ESPN. I don't think he's going to be able to go back to ESPN. Eh, time heals all wounds. You hear two years from now, he'll be there. 
Um, let's see. Next question from our Penn State fan. Since we still don't have any info, what is your guess for Sean Clifford's injury? Uh, I kind of talked that I think it's a elbow injury. Um, I don't think that Clifford has been practicing much this week. I think he'll probably be out this week. I don't know if they play this week. It's, I think it's, it's weird this Wednesday and they haven't said anything. Well, I mean, like, Ohio State doesn't do their availability reports until 10 a.m. of game day. Right. Uh, okay, so we're getting breaking news. Penn State's on bye. Uh, you know, I think that he'll be back at latest by the Ohio State game and come in and flex on us, and it'll be terrible. Um, um, so I think it's an elbow injury, but I think he'll be back. Uh, a Alabama fan asks, who will get to be hi- who will get hired to coach big big time football first? John Gruden or Art Briles? Uh, Art Briles. I feel like Art Briles will not, and I think right. that because people who just realize they can hire his son and get almost the same thing with less drama. And then he will hire them, his dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Ah, nepotism in college football it never ends. Uh, and then a Kentucky fan asks, "Is Ewers still the chosen one?" Who? Maybe. You know, mullet boy. Is, isn't oh. isn't CJ Stroud like a redshirt freshman or sophomore? Correct. He is a redshirt freshman. I mean, he needs Ewers needs to transfer. I think. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think Ewers will transfer? Uh. I don't know. I mean, because because Stroud, uh, according to Andy's like quarterback EPA, you know, he's polling re- one. polling overall, yeah, he's like number one quarterback. I mean, Stroud's what Stroud's currently doing, no other Ohio State quarterbacks ever done. So, uh, I think you know Stroud could come in and you know if he has a good season this season, good season next season, he'll go to the draft, and Ewers Ewers will redshirt and he'd come in and start as a sophomore. Uh-huh. Quick question: If he transfers now. Does he still count as a freshman? Because isn't he technically like still like a high school player right now? No, he reclassified. Okay, do you, do you he's feel like a freshman. It's pointless to redshirt these guys anyway. I mean, he's gonna leave as soon as he's if he's good. He's gonna leave as soon as he's able to leave. So why? I don't know. Ask yeah, Tate Martell. You, you get scholarship things with him. How, how did, does he like Georgia? You know, are you going to see like a reverse reversal here or what? We don't need him. We, we've got enough. Highly talented yeah. quarterbacks. He'll he's, be all right. He, yeah, Georgia yeah. with that that walk on steal. When are you guys gonna play one? Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh, that's all the questions. All right. All right. Pickums. Hooray! All right. <clears throat> Up first, we had OU at Texas. Myself and Tom picked OU. Great job. Never in doubt. Nope. Uh, Michigan, Nebraska. We all picked Michigan. Great job. Uh, Even though I, never... wasn't it close? It was close. I mean. Of course, so it was, was the first close. game. It was close. Notre Dame of Vatek. Tom picked Vatek. You idiot. Also, your Lockhart Cole pick fails. <laughs> Notre Dame but winning by also, 17 more points. Uh, uh, LSU at UK. Mike and myself picked LSU. Wrong. You were completely dumb. You guys dumb. are both dumb. Uh, Georgia. LSU this year taught you anything. Georgia I'm at trying Auburn. To think. I, was, I think I was like, maybe this one time their talent would just overdo Kentucky, who is just skating by on pluck. Uh, I thought they'd be looking ahead to Georgia. Didn't happen. Uh, Georgia at Auburn. Georgia was a 15.5 point favorite. We also did cover except for the coin. Coin got it wrong. Did, then, we, did we? Did we say that? Did we all say they'd cover? Well, so just so we know that I coerced Andy into saying that Georgia would cover, and look, they didn't lose Andy. So you can your curse is lifted. 
Wait, no. Actually, you're. He's got to be no. Then it's we're tied. Me and him are tied. No, he he was coerced. Oh, and I I yes. I I'm filing a complaint. I don't know who to choose. Check I'm filing check, a, check, the, check the tape. Yeah, check uh, the tape. And then Iowa, Penn State. Andy and Mike picked Iowa. And then our bonus pick of would Bo Nix get 150 yards? Andy said no. Mike. Myself and Tom said yes, and I said he would get more than 200 yards. Andy, how many yards did Bo Nix have? 201. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, because you actually did put the plus, so like 200 wouldn't actually count. Nailed it. See? Listen to me. All right, so that brings us to this uh, week's pick-ums. Uh, up first, we have Oklahoma State at Texas. We'll pick straight he, up. Sorry, hey, you get the. You, you oh wait, to sorry, overall, sorry, right? sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Which I still find a complaint. Uh, overall standings uh, currently is Andy in first place at twenty-two and fourteen. Mike second place twenty-one fifteen. Myself and Tom tied for third and fourth third. at nineteen and seventeen. And the coin still terrible thirteen and twenty-three. Oof. That's it's Oof. a lot of wins it has to do to get. I think this is probably the lo- the. The furthest we've been in the season where everyone has a, a current winning record. Uh, yeah. Maybe. And normally, uh, coin is. A, is and they said the season. Coin is usually 50 50. <laughs> yeah, coin's usually closer to 50 50. It's got, a, it's got a lot of holes to dig out here. All right. So, first, Oklahoma State, Texas. Texas is a five point favorite. Pick straight up. Start with Andy. Okay. Sorry, I was looking at my. Uh, got a text. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. Oklahoma State, uh, Texas by five. So we're going straight up. Um, I'm gonna say Oklahoma State is no longer undefeated after this week. Texas gets a win. Mike, I was, I was I'm leaning that same way. Uh, I'm thinking that like Texas feels like they they screwed up last weekend. They had a huge lead, and I think they you know they they turn it up and and. and and definitely make sure not to blow a 20-point lead and win. And, and it's also at Texas, so Texas. Uh, I, I Oklahoma's got, like, they're one of those, like, fraudulent 5-0 and o teams. I'm going Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm going Texas also just because, I don't know. It's we Texas. all did. No one wins or no one loses. Let's see what the coin says. Shit. And I coordination is is leaving me in my old age. Hmm. Damn it. We're going to get a virtual coin flipper soon. I know. Uh, We're going to be replaced by a robot. Texas with a sweep. Congratulations, Oklahoma State. Up next, we have Auburn and Arkansas. Arkansas is a four-point favorite. Pick straight up, start with Tom. I feel like we're due for some Auburn fuckery, but we got it two weeks ago in at LSU, and this is at Arkansas, right? Correct. Well, you say well, you say it happened two weeks ago, but LSU is also really bad. Yeah. Uh, I'll stick with Arkansas. I don't feel good about it, but I'm gonna stick with Arkansas. Well, you're in luck, Tom. No, no. Because no, I no. think this is the game we get some Bo Nix fuckery, and people are start going. Hey, that Bo Nix guy is pretty good. He could be a number one draft pick. And oh. Auburn destroys Arkansas in this game by 10 points or more. Your Lockhart cool pick. Ooh, actually, I feel great now. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Yep. It makes me feel worse. 
Making I, me I wasn't going to like pick. pick. I wasn't going to pick like Auburn to beat, blow the hell out of them, but I'm kind of feeling like Arkansas's little magic is slowly like winding down. But Andrew just picked Auburn. And I really should like do the opposite. Mm-hmm. So I. Shit! Give me our, give me Arkansas. All right, go ahead and start trying to flip that coin now while Andy picks. Yep, starting. Andy. I'm going. I'm going with Arkansas. <laughs> Tails. Auburn. All right, up next with Miami at UNC. UNC is a seven-point favorite. A Derek King Miami or yeah QB less Miami team. Ooh, sorry, with Andy. Wait, did he just get injured? Or... Uh, he had season-ended injury. Are we going? Oh. And wait again? Okay, that sucks. Um, yeah, yeah are we going shoulder, straight up? I think? Or uh, points? Yeah. Just go, just go straight. Okay, really? UNC. Okay. Ooh. Uh, UNC. Uh, UNC looked real bad last week. Who'd they play? I watched some of that game and they it was bad. Uh, I don't know. I'm going Miami. Fuck it. Uh, I'm going UNC. I know UNC's look bad against some teams, but Miami's also look bad and they don't have a quarterback. No, they're going to rally around not having a quarterback. Here it comes. Maybe. They're going to play just 10 men on offense. Yeah. Have heads. UNC. They'll have no idea what to do. All right. Since this week was a little uh, lackluster on games, we're doing something a little different on the next one. We were picking the Army-Wisconsin game, but we were picking the over-under of 39 points. Oh, man. Whether Wisconsin so, covers that or not? No, the over-under, Andy. Oh, just, okay. It, okay. We were picking the over-under 39 points. Tom, will it be over or under God. 39 points scored under, in this man, game? Under, if the game. If it was like 20 points, I probably would still said under. Under. Ooh, I'm trying to think. I'm going. I I'm going to go over because I think it'll be like, like twenty seven fourteen. Is that over? Yeah. Someone did the math. That's forty one, right? I don't think by much, but yeah, <laughs> I'm doing the over. Because yeah, my mind was thinking something like twenty one ten, twenty one thirteen, and that's not over. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm going under. Oh boy. Um, I'm I'm looking at the the games that Wisconsin's played so far, and uh, I I don't think I'm gonna overthink this. Um, Andrew said over, and uh, so I'm gonna say under. All right, we are classifying heads as over. Heads is over. Yes. I should have already been flipping. Okay, I got it. I've got tails. Under. All right. Uh, up next, we have the University of Nebraska at Lincoln versus Minnesota. Nebraska is a four-point favorite. Pick straight up. Start with Andy. Man, these games suck. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah. Um, that's why we had the over/under pick. Um, go look at go look at the picks. They're bad. The schedule's bad. Right. I'm gonna go with Nebraska, I guess. I mean, Klingo probably would have been a better choice than this. No. 
a 17-point spread. We're all going to say yes that Bama covers that. We all know it. It's Clanga, though, man. We okay. said yes. said yes. Yeah, we all would have said yes. Said, I would have said no. Liar. Okay. Uh, I kind of I think I like, swore to not pick Nebraska again. Because I think I did earlier in the year, like more than once, and it was wrong. Though actually, I could probably look, look up, literally scroll up and see it. But um, I think Minnesota has not recovered from losing that running back, so I guess I'll go Nebraska. Uh, yeah, I think I think if Minnesota's other running back, they'd win this. But I'm going Nebraska. I don't think. I mean, I was gonna pick Nebraska also. I don't. I don't okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Heads. Minnesota. All right, Minnesota. and your game of the week, allegedly. What else is Kentucky there? At Georgia. Oh, I did this the wrong way. Is it at Georgia or at Kentucky? At Georgia. Is it? Tw- is it twenty-three points? Twenty-three yeah, points. Yeah. Uh, game of the week. You. Jeez, man. Tom, will they cover? Top 12 they matchup. Beat, they beat they beat Auburn by 24. I feel like Auburn could probably beat Kentucky. I don't know. I, I don't I'm going to say, I, I'm going to. I don't know. About uh, Kentucky's missing, like, what, half their defensive line? I'm going to go with Georgia. Two yes. defensive line. It's apparently the top one and his really talented backup. Did that so, just happened? Or... Uh, earlier in the week. I, um, It's been known for a few days. I think Kentucky is just going to try as try as they might ground and pound and just try to shorten, shorten this game, game as much as much as possible. So I'm going to say no. That's kind of what I was feeling. So yeah, I'm going um, no. You know what? Well, I, I, I would... plus I also think that Georgia would also just agree with shortening the game, just get out of there with like no injuries and. Uh, you know what? I was leaning towards a no. Uh. You guys you showed the me the error in my ways uh, last broke week. The curse broke have, the curse. Have we finally broken them? To like you're free. You're I'm free. free. Dobby <laughs> is free. Dobby is a free elf. <laughs> so it's like instead of giving you a pair of socks, what 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 do we give them? Like uh, um, um dog, dog, dog jowls. Dog jowls. So I was thinking that uh, all all year the 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 points were too much for us every week. And Vegas was overvaluing and been covering, I think, every week. And I'm, and also, uh, Andrew said no. So I'm going to go with Tom and I'm going to say yes that UJ covers uh, by more than 23. Oh, guys, if, guys, if, guys if, if, if Kentucky wins, can you imagine how fun <laughs> next week's podcast is going to be? I'm going to curse I, Andrew forever. The whole time Andy was talking, I had like that Jack Nicholson, yes. Look on my face, yes. I was like, oh my God, how perfect would it be if Kentucky won? I, I tricked him into doing it last week. The first bump's free. After that, you got to pay. <laughs> God. Uh, and the, the, queen, the queen came up tails. No. Okay. There you go. Your picks. Emails? Uh, no emails this week. Other than uh, Twitter reminding me to tweet more from the academically ineligible account. <laughs> Is that wow. true? Yeah. They're, they're like, hey, you should uh, you should share your thoughts with your followers. They haven't heard from you in a while. Your followers are the, your. Uh, it's Andrew's your, fault. Your co- co-host. 
I'll, I'll live tweet uh, yeah. some game this weekend. Oh, Can okay. you live tweet Army Wisconsin, please? Uh, what time is that game? What channel is it on? <laughs> 330? Army Wisconsin. I didn't cover it on it's, a, it's an 8 p.m. game. Ooh. Oh, man. Ooh. 8 p.m. on Big Ten Network. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe I'll live tweet that one. That'll yeah, be fun. That's a snoozer. It'll be over an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. The game's going to take like two hours max. Oh, boy. Uh, no emails. Uh, send us your emails to podcast at academicallyineligible.com and uh, follow us at ineligible underscore pod. Um, and Andrew's going to live tweet the Army Wisconsin game, apparently. See if the if the team's hit the if, over under. If. If we gain ten no. new followers on Twitter before then, I will live tweet. Well, ten followers, ten new followers. That's right. You can't unfollow and follow back. It, it doesn't. It doesn't count. Also, you have to put us in your top eight. Otherwise, that doesn't count either. So there's top eights. Yeah, MySpace yeah. top eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, MySpace. Make yeah, make yeah. sure that when I go to your homepage, it's playing the most emo music possible and as mm-hmm. loud and as shitty audio quality as possible. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I'm tuning in because I need to hear Avenged Sevenfold on your uh, MySpace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need some secondhand serenade, please, when I go there. <laughs> or maybe like uh, uh, Hawthorne Heights, possibly. Mm-hmm. 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 There you go. Why does it? Why does it? You find a new singer for Smash Mouth at this? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I saw Smash Mouth at a beer fest. Uh, <laughs> at the zoo, right? Before, at the zoo. Yeah, at the zoo beer fest. Was he, was and, it, was he as bad as he was in this? Like, no, this he was. Or did they have you know, like an impersonator? Was he drinking? I'll t- I'll, I, not that I know, but here I will qualify the statement. By the time they came on, I was extremely drunk. Okay, well, that makes a lot uh, But the concert itself was very fun. And they played all the bangers. Uh... And the guy in front of me must have been like 65 standing in front of me. And he knew all the Smash Mouth deep cuts. Like yeah. every song came on. He's like, hell yeah, it's my favorite song. And we'd sing the whole thing. And every Smash Mouth song, by the way, every Smash Mouth song, by the way, sounds exactly the same. If you were wondering. Oh, sure. Yeah, probably. But I didn't need to wonder that. I, I, I yeah. I, but they played if, if you all watch any, like. If you watch like Shrek or, or mm-hmm. uh, was it Mystery Men, you knew it all sounded the same. I mean, they played Walking on the Sun, they played I'm a Believer, and they played All Star. What else? What more do you need? Perfect night. You get to drink beer. Yeah. Shrek and, one, two, and three. And yeah. listen to three songs that are very fun to sing. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. And I got to hold Baby Kangaroo. Uh, Worth it. All right. I was actually at the zoo Monday. Pretty cool. They added some new stuff oh. this week or this year. It's a good zoo. It's a good L- zoo. Last year, technically. One of, the, one of the top in the nation. It is. It's really, it's a huge zoo. It was nice on Monday because nobody was there. Yeah, um, it's cheap. Yeah, it's cheaper uh, if you live in the in the same county as the zoo. Uh, this, anyway. this ad has been sponsored by the Columbus Zoo. There you go. Yeah. Tune in next week for another episode of the uh, of Nat Geo <laughs> or whatever. And uh, anyway, tune in next week for another episode of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. Peace.
Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you. <laughs>